Still, he was simply pacing the ledges, giving himself a good three feet of buffer, as if his legs might just buckle and send him sliding down the stone on his face, leave him floating in the water with a broken neck. Pussy, he said, because that was what they'd called him earlier in the day in front of the girls, and it had made him angry enough, almost, to start up the ladder. Instead, he'd used the lonely quarry to defend himself. In retrospect, he probably should have climbed the ladder. Thunder cracked and echoed back off the high stone walls and the water, sounding deeper and more dangerous down in the quarry than it would have up on the road. The wind had been blowing hard ever since he got out of school, and it was really gusting now, swirling stone dust, and out of the western sky advanced a pair of pure black clouds, trapped lightning flashing within them. Bad time to be in the water, Chase thought, and then he latched on to that idea because it gave him an excuse not to jump. Wayne Potter is not worth getting electrocuted over. And so he started back, was almost all the way to the hole in the fence before he stopped. Wayne Potter wasn't going away. Come Saturday, he'd be there with his brother, and they'd take Jace out to rooftop and watch him piss down his leg, and they'd laugh their butts off. Then, Wayne would go back to school Monday and tell the story, assuming he hadn't called everyone first. Or worse yet, brought them to watch. What if he brought the girls? It was that idea that finally gave him some resolve. Jumping was frightening, but not jumping in front of the girls? That was scarier still, and the price was higher. You'd better jump it, he said. Come on, coward, just go jump it. He walked back fast, because dawdling only allowed the fear to build, so he wanted to go quick, get it over and done, so that he knew he could do it. Once that start had been achieved, the rest would be easy. Just a matter of adding height, that was all. He kicked his shoes off, then pulled his t-shirt and jeans off and left them in a pile on the rocks. As thunder boomed again, he squeezed his nose closed with his thumb and index finger. A baby thing, yes, but he was alone and didn't care— and then spoke again. I'm no pussy. Since he was holding his nose, his voice came out high and girlish. He took one last look at the water below, shut his eyes, bent at the knees, and sprang off the ledge. It wasn't much of a drop. For all of his worrying, it ended fast, and it ended pain-free, except, of course, for the jarring shock of cold water. He let himself sink to the bottom, Water didn't bother him in the least. He loved to swim, just didn't like to dive, and waited for the feel of smooth, cool stone. It didn't come. Instead, his foot touched something strange, an object that was somehow soft and hard at the same time, and he jerked back in fright, because whatever it was, it didn't belong. He opened his eyes, blinking against the sting of the water, and saw the dead man. He was sitting almost upright, his back against the stone, his legs stretched out in front of him, head tilted sideways like he was tired, blonde hair floating in the current Jace had created, strands rising off the top of the dead man's head to dance in the dark water. His upper lip was curled like he was laughing at someone, a mean laugh, mocking, and Jace could see his teeth. There was a rope around his ankles, and it was attached to an old dumbbell. For a few seconds, 
Jace floated there above him, suspended not five feet away. Maybe it was because he was seeing it through the dim water, but he felt separated from the scene, felt as if the corpse down here had to be something imagined. It was only when he realized why the man's head was leaning to the side that the terror he should have felt initially overcame him. The man's throat was cut, leaving a gap so wide that water flowed through it like an open channel. At the sight, Jace began a frantic, clumsy churn back up. He was no more than fifteen feet down, but still he was certain he wouldn't make the top, would drown down there, his body lying forever beside the other corpse. When he broke the surface, he was already trying to shout for help, and the result was awful. He inhaled water and choked on it and felt as if he'd drown, was unable to get air into his lungs. He finally got...